it on South of Nowhere, fans. We are back. We're back again. We know it's been a minute. Yes. We hope that y'all didn't forget yeah. about us because we were, we've been thinking nah. about you. And we're here again because we love y'all. I know y'all haven't forgotten about us because I see y'all. <laughs> I see y'all with the tweets. I see y'all with the emails. And I see y'all with the Instagram messages. And I'm loving it during this lockdown. You know what we I mean? We this quarantine. We're doing it. I was like, you know what? We locked down. Let's get some some uh, episodes out the way and make this happen, you know? By the way, welcome to Get Wasted on South of Nowhere. My name is Nettie. I'm Nisi. And uh, Nisi, I don't know. You chilling? What you doing? Yeah, I'm in my room. <laughs> Just out here uh, chilling in this quarantine, watching Disney+, Plus, watching some cartoons. You know what it is. Ain't nothing else to do. Yeah, we're up in the same house, so uh, I'm about to kill this girl. Um, <laughs> what? But, uh... <laughs> But, um, yeah, we're uh, here in Florida with our parents and uh, just out here chilling, just doing whatever. I'm just here, like, getting away from New York because it's crazy up there. It's crazy So I had everywhere. to come down to Florida. Yep. Uh, New York is crazy right now. Like, you can't do nothing. You can't do nothing but stare at the wall in your apartment. That's all you can do. So I had to get out there, mm-hmm. come to Florida where it's more lax. You know what I mean? Yeah, we actually just got back from vacation, too, so... Yeah, yeah. So we were kind of like chilling on vacation and then we're mm-hmm. back at our home here and we're yep. just recording podcasts. This episode, guys, I know it's about a minute into this episode and we haven't announced what we're doing, but I'm sure you read the title. We interviewed Miss uh, Valerie Ortiz. Yeah. Very, very recently. And um, that's what it is. She was a great interviewee and she's a sweetheart. So... Uh, it was a fun interview. Good to talk to her. But before I, we get into the interview, I have some stuff to talk about. So we're just going to talk for a bit. Um, the previous episode, we interviewed Asha Davis. You guys know her, right? She played Chelsea Lewis. <laughs> and we met up at the New York premiere of The Long Shadow, which is her new film that she stars in, her first ever starring role. They showed it in New York at barnard college um which is a uh, part of columbia university and i just want to give you guys i want to give you guys my assessment of what happened at this uh movie festival because this story really tells a lot about asha she's a great person like honestly asha's really sweet nisi she's a sweetheart what's that on your face it's the charger (laughs) (laughs) so I'm going to tell you guys the story because this shows how great Asha is and everything. And so we're at the, the theater. We're watching The Long Shadow. And we start the movie. And about two-thirds of the way in, it starts to glitch. Like, Nisi. Mm. It starts to freeze. Like, oh, no. you know, like when you, down, when you download a movie, like, illegally, and then it starts <laughs> to buffer because you didn't let it load? <laughs> that's what happened Dang. so about two-thirds into the movie it started to glitch and then it would it would freeze and then it would keep going and then it would freeze again and then it would keep going now this happened four times before anyone did anything about it wow so the, i'm sitting here the audience is getting kind of antsy because like duh we ain't pay for this <laughs> so i'm sitting in the theater and i'm just thinking how terrible is this like this is asha davis's First starring role in a movie. Mm-hmm. She flew all the way out here from California to 
show this film and present it and do a Q&A. And also director Daniel LaFrance, he actually flew out as well. I'm not sure if he came from California or from uh, Louisiana, but regardless, he came, he flew out to show this movie. Mm-hmm. Got flew out. You know out. what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like hours to show this movie to the to these moviegoers and these cinephiles, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, how terrible is this that this festival can't get their stuff together and then they have to stop the movie. They gave us like a 20 minute pause because they need to go get an IT person to fix what was going on. Okay. So I'm sitting in the third row uh, center, third row center. Asha's in the back and I'm just like pissed. I'm pissed. (laughs) And I'm just like this. I'm about to like, I'm sitting here texting Nisi. I started texting you, right? About that. It was glitching. Yeah. And I was like so mad because of all this stuff and this presentation and how, you know, the audience is seeing this movie. And this is a, a time for the the actor and the director to shine, you mm-hmm. know? And y'all aren't helping them shine. Yeah. So during this intermission, as they start the intermission, I text Nisi, yo, this is terrible. I feel so embarrassed <laughs> for them. Like, oh, I'm so mad at these people for messing this up. Yeah. And then as I text Nisi, as I press send on that, <laughs> I hear Asha in the back and she goes, hey guys, don't worry. I'm just going to act out the rest of the movie right here for you guys. <laughs> and everyone just starts to laugh and I'm like, wow. Like, she's not upset. Like, she's making the best out of the situation. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm sitting here about to throw hands. <laughs> and In her honor. She's the one. Yeah, in her honor. And she's the one in the movie and she's like, oh, it's cool, you know? Like, we're, we're all making it happen. We're chill. We're cool, you know? And that just shows yeah, you what kind of person Asha is. Yeah, she was. She made the best out of a situation that was just, like, out of her control, you know? She didn't throw hands. She just <laughs> sat there and made a joke about it and, you know, kept it moving. After the the movie finished, uh, she did a Q&A with the director and... Um, she was like, thank you guys for not walking out <laughs> during the technical difficulty. Aww. I'm just like, of course we wouldn't walk out. Um, <laughs> we paid, we paid for these tickets. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> I wouldn't have walked out anyway because I was, I was, um, invested in this film and wanting to see the end of it. Mm-hmm. And so after the Q and a, I, you know, went up to her, said hello, went out to shake her hand and she gave me a hug Aww. and was like, Hey, and she remembered me cause we interviewed her. She gave she gave me a big hug and uh, we took a selfie, which you guys probably saw on our Instagram and our Twitter. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, like, with this whole thing going on with this, like, quarantine and nobody wanting to be around each other and social distancing. Like, honestly, if this had taken place, like if the film festival had taken place two weeks later, she probably would have hit me with the elbows, mm-hmm. you know? She probably wouldn't have given me a hug. <laughs> she yeah, probably, oh, yeah, probably yeah, wouldn't yeah. have taken a selfie with me either, so... Glad that it happened before all this stuff went down with this, uh, with this Corona, with this, uh, this Rona, that Rona, Miss Rona, you know, so, uh, shout out to Asha Davis. Thank you so much once again for being, uh, on our show, uh, our previous episode. Um, you're so awesome. You're so great. And we've actually showed our family <laughs> the interview <Yeah. laughs> and they, they loved it, it cool. too. Yeah. They loved it. Yeah. So, uh, look forward to chatting more sometime in the future. And everyone, uh, go ahead and pre-order The Long Shadow on iTunes. It's available on iTunes for pre-order. And then it'll be available on April 21st. So go ahead and 
and go ahead and pre-order that or you can just wait till April 21st and do your thing on that day. So whatever. Mm-hmm. I just need more people to talk about this with because I am the only person I know besides <laughs> Asha and Daniel who have actually seen the movie. So go ahead and watch that so we can actually have something to talk about. Yeah. We can talk about how great it was. All right. And see if you know who the killer is before. <laughs> um, see how long it took you to figure it out. Now, let me give some shout outs to uh, some of our listeners that have uh, come through and sent us some awesome messages since we've been uh, on hiatus. So we got uh, Brittany S. on uh, our email and sent us a lovely message. So (laughs) here it is. Thank you for this podcast. I didn't realize I needed it. I've been a huge fan of South of Nowhere and I've forgotten just how much... If I wasn't a chicken, I'd probably ask to join in on the funny conversations you have with your sister. Y'all are a blessing. Becky M. says, I want to start off by saying thank you guys for making this podcast. It's great. Steak sauce for sure. I love the detail and banter. It has definitely brought it back to life for me. I'm a South of Nowhere super fan. I just started listening a few weeks ago to podcasts in general, and I'm on season three, episode one of the podcast, which was probably about like two weeks ago. So they're probably at the full completion of the series, but that's where they were at this point. Isn't that cool, Nisi? Oh, that is nice. That's so dope. I love getting messages from the fans. It really makes us feel like we're doing something. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, as well as BK December Solstice on Instagram. Shout out to you. Take a listen to our podcast. I'm sure you will eventually, but she just recently discovered South of Nowhere. So she's getting all her uh, Gabby Christian, Mady Musgrave, Asha Davis uh, visuals and projects out of the way <laughs> before she gets to our podcast. But we'll yeah. be here when you get to us. <laughs> and hey, guys. So next week, we're going to do something special. We have been watching. What have we been watching, Nisi? Girl Trash. Yeah. Girl Trash all night long. It was such a good movie. It was so great. And I wish I was in it. I'm so jealous that I wasn't <laughs> in it. Like, But we watched Girl Trash because, you know, what else is there to do at a time like this? So right? we absolutely loved it. And I was like, yo, we got to talk about this. We got to talk about this. Right, Nisi? Yeah. So that's what we're going to do. Our next episode is going to be us going through all of Girl Trash all night long. So that's going to be a fun one. We're going to add the music into our sound bites in that episode. So it's going to be a little bit different feel. And you guys are going to kind of feel like you're in the movie with us. The songs are so banging. So Mm -hmm. and Gabby's voice is just superb. It's so cute. Mm. She's cute in the whole movie, though, right? Yeah, she was. She was so super cute. That movie is so good. It's so like and it passes the Bechdel test and everything. So and, like, so many things happen. Like, these people in the movie that weren't even expecting that their night to go. So, yeah. yeah. We've all been there. We've all had friends that we hang out with. And then we have, like, a few people we don't know. But then by the end of the night, y'all are, like, total best friends. Because you've all went through something Oh, yeah, for sure. Great. Yeah. So we're going to cover yeah. that in our next episode. So keep a lookout for that. And tell all your girl trash friends that we coming. <laughs> we coming for you. <laughs> we coming. But this episode, we are playing our interview that we had with Valerie Ortiz. And uh, she was so great to talk to and, and everything like that. And 
we interviewed her over Skype. So uh, we're going to play that. And just to let you know, as I did before in the previous episode, it will sound a little bit different because it's on Skype. Um, So we'll be playing that. And uh, once it's done, we'll be back for the outro. So enjoy this interview with us and Valerie Ortiz. Welcome to Get Wasted on South of Nowhere, our podcast. Uh, I can't get the song out of my head. I'm like, get wasted. Yeah. I sing it every time we start the podcast. And she's like, this is Get Wasted. And I'm like, get wasted. Yeah, because people love that. It's it's an earworm. Yeah. Tell me about your audition process for that. Man, so I had a really interesting audition for them. Like, I had a normal one for the first take, like, in front of casting or whatever. Um, got the size, you know, kind of went in, did my thing. And I was um, filming date movie simultaneously when I was auditioning for South of Nowhere. And then um, I got like a producer callback uh, test audition, which basically you do it in front of the producers and like the network and you have to sign your contract then. But the day that I had that um, test session, I was filming, I was working so it was kind of like, am I going to make it? Am I not going to make it? I got off of work filming the movie and then went to my test. And then I signed like all this paperwork and I never was able to do my audition because like some of the producers and stuff had left. And I was like, oh. so then I was like, okay. And everybody was really nice. And like, you know, the people who were there said hi to me, but I was like, okay, like, I don't even know what this means, but you know, it is what it is. And so on my car ride home, my um, manager, my agent called me on three way. They're like, so how'd it go? What'd you do? And I'm like, I mean, I guess it was fine. Like everybody was nice, but I didn't even get to do my scenes. And they're like, oh, okay, well, that's strange. And they're like, but you got it. And I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, Yay. <laughs> it was like the weirdest thing. That's yeah. how it happened. You got the part without having to audition for it? Not for the network, no. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, so I had auditioned, like, normal for casting, and then, like, the producer saw me, but, like, when you do, like, a network test, everybody's supposed to see you, and then they put you on tape again, and it's a whole other thing, but I just didn't get there on time. That's I was going to ask, was there, like, any kind of dance portion of the of the audition? Because Not for that, not for South of Nowhere, um, which is kind of funny, yeah. Were you a a cheerleader in high school or anything like that? Um, I did like inner city games in middle school as far as like cheerleading goes. Um, And I did dance as a kid, like ballet and jazz, um, all that kind of stuff. But I didn't do, I never did cheer, which I always thought was fun. Like all the things they would do and the lifts and jumps and, but I never did did it professionally. <laughs> when you were doing like uh, Madison's part for cheerleading, did you know anything about cheerleading? Like, did you know the moves and stuff? Like, did you know what things were called? No, like the technical stuff of it, I didn't know. But I mean, I had seen enough to like get it. And because I am a dancer as a kid, I kind of feel like choreography, you know, after you do it a while, it's easy to grasp and and, and get. And I like to dance. So it wasn't hard. Um, it was it was just kind of fun, but they did get like some professional dancers to come and like be on the squad with us and stuff and help us. But, um, I know I didn't know, like, <laughs> yeah, we, um, me and her grew up cheerleading. So, uh, we're, we live in Florida. So like all of that, like cheerleading is like huge. So uh-huh. yeah, that's awesome. Uh, uh-huh. yeah, no, I loved it. I used to watch all the competitions on TV. <laughs> 
cheer competitions are so fun. What um, is um, the, some of the like hardest things that you guys ever done? Oh, she oh, does probably like the um, throwing the girl, having her do the back somersault and catching her backflip. Okay, like a basket um, toss type of thing. Yeah, basket toss. That's um, probably the hardest thing I've done. I've been the girl that goes up in the air and does the flip. That's really scary. I'm typically the girl that throws the girl. And okay. she's the girl that's in the air. So that's not me at all. Um, but you can do like way better flips like than I can. Like the flips, like the twist backflips. Yeah. I used to do so many competitions. It was a great time. That's so cool. Yeah, no. <laughs> Not even close to any of that stuff. <laughs> like, so you obviously appear way different than Madison Duarte. Um, <laughs> <laughs> how were you able to accurately like hone in on her personality? I mean, besides being a great actress, like, how were you able to pull that off so well? Honestly, I think just the writing. Uh, I they did such a good job with her, and she was so specific that I think anytime that. Uh, finding a character and finding their voice is difficult is when the writing is kind of like wishy-washy and it hasn't like the character hasn't been developed well. Um, and I feel like with South of Nowhere, they, they had all the characters down like to a T that was so specific. Um, so that may, makes it easier, you know, on the actor to kind of really find their voice and like who they are. And, um, and she was funny, like she, there had to be parts of her that I liked because she was so bold and obviously insecure in different places. So that's why she was like as just judgmental and, and not accepting as she was like in those prior seasons. But um, I don't know. I think it's always kind of fun to play the character that everybody loves to hate. Um, so I had fun with her and because of, and the fans, dude, the fans were so good. I was scared I was going to get hate mail. <laughs> Like, this is such a character, you guys. But nobody ever, I never got hate mail. And I was just so thankful for that. Because it was just like, thank you for knowing that that is not my own view. Mm -hmm. That she's like an exaggerated version of some very real opinions that people actually have. And maybe not exaggerated. Who knows, um, unfortunately. But yeah, I think the writing really helped. Yeah, it was, um, you kind of need those characters to show people at home that this really happens. and real. Mm -hmm. You're helping, you know, show the story of someone that might be going through the same thing or has that same person that they have to deal with every day as well. And, you know, mm -hmm. it was so pivotal at that time when we came out because you didn't really see that on TV back then, um, especially for like on a teen network. Um, it just wasn't uh, the norm and I don't think it was accepted. So even at that point when South was on, I felt like I was just so proud to be on a show that wasn't afraid to have those topics and, and the, and the, all the characters, right? Like the good, the bad and the ugly, um, with so many different things that they, um, showcased on it. So it was kind of, I wish we, it would have been cool to be on in a time like now with, you know, the social medias and all that kind of stuff and how different it could have impacted the youth. I feel like it was, it was, it was weird. Like even some, um, red carpets, like we weren't allowed to do interviews because of the content of our show and and if we did interview it was just there's so many things that were just so tricky and like walking on eggshells because of of what it was about insane mm -hmm. it was it was interesting what's uh your best memory or what you love most about that time man that was my my very first show and it was for all of us and we were such a family um and kids, man, we were growing up, like, doing a show. It was, I loved that. Um, and actually, one of my best friends, 
came out to me after watching South of Nowhere. Um, she saw it later because she didn't have the end network. A lot of people didn't <laughs> actually when I, when it was on. And then years later, she was living in New York. Then she came to L.A. and we were watching it together. And she was, you know, just like, um, what's it called? Like binge watching it. And then she's like, oh, my gosh, you know, it's like so real to life. And I'm like, I know, like, you know, super oblivious. And then she like starts telling me all these uh, stories of some situations that happened to her. And I was like, what? And I was just so exciting to be a part of something that hit so close to home with my best friend, you know, and that she had seen something that I was a part of and it made her comfortable to like tell me her like life and stuff and what was going on and how she was feeling. And that was such a special, surreal moment because it just made it that much more personal. I think I've heard a lot of stories, too, about people like coming out like this show helped them and things like that. I was at SON Con in 2013. So we heard a lot of those stories during like the Q&A sessions and stuff like that. Um, so Great. the fact that, the you know, we talked to Tom about a month ago and he was talking oh. about all the challenges <laughs> he had trying to get the show on. And he almost thought about giving up a couple of times. And I'm thinking, what about those kids like those kids yeah. that were like impacted and saved their lives like what would have happened if he had just been like you know what this is too hard exactly so it's just so great that he (laughs) kept going yeah and he was great the cast is great it was I don't know it's really hard to just pick one thing that was like my favorite but I just when I think about it it's such a special like three years of my life that it's just like man like and just the first of a lot of different things Um, and as I've done other shows, like I always kind of go back to South and what that was like, and things just don't compare. When, during the whole series, Madison and Ashley always had beef and they were always roasting each other. Where did you come up with any of the roasts or was it mostly just the writers? (laughs) The writers, I can't take credit for any of that. Yeah, no. And some of the stuff, like I had had people talking about like boysenberry and like random things, like quotes that. (laughs) That was like our one of our favorite things we mentioned on the show. Like boys, no boys and berry, queer kiwi, lesbian lemon, yes, and bipolar banana split. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. Yeah, no, I I'm not that witty. (laughs) Um, so I I got nothing for any of that. But yeah, they were just so funny with all all that stuff. (laughs) Speaking of that scene. Um, so during that time, Madison was kind of going through some stuff. So do you think that that was a good way for Madison to change? Or do you think she could have changed another way, like didn't have to go through that stuff? Um, I think um, for her personally, I think that was a good almost like lesson, I think, with anybody, though. Like when you're going through your own things and you kind of have to step outside of yourself and and handle your own um darkness maybe of whatever sort it can be I think it kind of shines a light on maybe other people's um situations and makes you empathetic towards it so I think that was um good for her it's just kind of different for everybody but yeah I think that helped cool who was the funniest person on set um I feel like Quentin was super funny. Um, he, I don't know. And even to this day, anytime I see him, Q, I'm like, what? He's just so funny. Um, Danza was funny. I mean, all the all the boys, I felt like, were funny. But I, for some reason, my right when you said that, I thought about Q. <laughs> what was your favorite episode? 
My favorite episode, you know, the first one that comes to mind because it was the scariest one for me to shoot was when I don't even remember what it was called. But when Madison quits the cheer squad and she like takes off her cheer uniform and like walks in the hall. I mean, when I tell you anxiety to the thousandth power, I was like, (gasps) like even like trying on my wardrobe, like I had to try on different like little panty, like, you know, underwear sets and like. Uh, Robert Townsend directed that episode and I'm he's to this day my favorite yeah. director of all time. Um but he was just, you know, like so like you own it and you uh, and like this and this and like telling me all this stuff and it was just super fun and so nerve-wracking because it was just like how do you do that and like walk away and everybody's direction is to stare at you. Like that's oh my gosh, you guys. I was so scared and nervous. <laughs> also the paintball episode. Eee! Yeah, yeah. Episode episode was first, and then that uh, then that came after, and that's when she her uniform was all jacked yeah. up. Those that those were my favorite. Yeah, Asha said the uh, paintball one if she could have been in it, um, because I think at that time Chelsea's character was pregnant. I was gonna say, wasn't um, she preggers? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so she couldn't be a part of it, but she was really jealous. She couldn't be a part of that one. That one was so fun, <laughs> so yeah. fun. I just want to say that the scene you're talking about where you have to take your uniform off, you did really good and your body is really nice. <laughs> you did great. Oh, thank you. Oh my God. <laughs> that is like a worst nightmare almost, you know, like where people, yeah. ah, I it was crazy. But after I saw it, I was like, yay, I did that. <laughs> it is like that nightmare you have when you like wake up in a cold sweat and you're oh, like, yeah. you go to school like that. It's like, <laughs> yeah. it's um, so true. if there was a, like a reboot or a movie, what do you think Madison would be doing now? Oh man, I um I feel like Madison would have like her own business of some sort. Um, I feel like she would be like some I don't know, maybe have like a fashion line or do doing something with like fitness or movement. Uh, maybe like a Pilates studio, <laughs> I don't know, something like that. But I um she'd probably have like a hot husband, maybe two kids. I don't know, <laughs> and hopefully still be friends with Spencer and. Ashley. Aww, that'd be great. Um, uh, you have a children's uh, book series. It's a series or is it? It is a series. Um, I've only published uh, Koki, which is the first one. And um, it's bilingual and it's about a Koki, which is like this tiny tree frog that's native to Puerto Rico. And um, yeah, I love it. It's always been a dream to write and uh, publish. And I love kids and my culture obviously so it's something that I've um you know like a passion project that I've always kind of wanted to do and and here I am do you do readings and everything like that yeah so I was doing some readings uh like during Thanksgiving and Christmas time and and like some schools and and things like that and that was pretty surreal because of like the interaction with the kids was just like and then like their take on it and then reading the the words back to me and asking questions. Um, that was pretty incredible. Uh, and yeah, and I'll be doing more in the future, but uh, I was in Canada before um, the coronavirus stuff, see, uh, filming season two of Gabby Duran and the Incitables. So um, here we are. But yeah, the, the readings are pretty surreal. That's awesome. A lot of people like it's like a rare thing to be like yeah I'm writing a book it's a children's book like you know <laughs> usually it's like a regular novel or a biography or something right, like right. 
You guys are off from filming because of the situation. Got up to filming episodes six and seven, I think. Um, And, or maybe five and six, something like that. But yeah, then they flew us back because we film in Vancouver. And and we're just now on this two-week hiatus type of situation. And so, yeah, right? I definitely, um, fingers crossed to get back to work soon. It's just so weird. It's so surreal. Like nobody knows what's going on. And, but this, the second season is good. The season finale just aired. Um, season two is, is really funny and witty and all the things. So it's, yeah, I love your, your co-stars. Your, uh, the kids are really awesome. Kylie is just like, Oh, mega star. Like she's just perfect. And I grew up watching Disney, like, uh, like even Stevens, Lizzie McGuire, like stuff like that. And the way she says her lines reminds me a lot of like, like even Stevens, like Shia LaBeouf, like the way he used to like be really expressive. And what do you like most about doing that? Um, man, th- those kids, the the talent, they're just, it's different. I've never been on a show with, uh, where the main cast is mostly kids. So that was different. And it's just neat to see their, just fearless way of attacking anything that's that comes their way. And I think adults get really in their head and overthinking things, especially as actors. And these kids kind of come in there and they're just so raw and 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 honest and and crazy talented. And I just I love watching them grow. Like it's been so fascinating. And I don't have any kids and I always seem to play a mom, which is so funny. Um but I do feel like, oh my gosh, like I'm just, I watch them all and I'm just like, you guys are so good. And like, they're getting just, and they just keep getting better. I love that part of it. And it's just funny. Again, I, I grew up with Disney too and, and Nickelodeon. And I, I remember being that age and watching those shows and feeling so fascinated and just entertained and inspired. So to even be a part of that and having, you know, a Hispanic family on the Disney channel like that. And it's cool. It's cool to be a part of that. And then Kylie's, I don't know. It's just so neat. I love that Kylie's or Gabby's uh, Kylie's character. Gabby is just a different kind of um, Disney lead. Uh, She's, you know, is not wearing the pink and she's not so like, like cutesy or whatever. I love that. She's so urban and hip hop and she's like a great dancer. I just, I love it. It's just so different than the stuff that I saw on TV growing up. In a good way. I mean, I still like the stuff that I see now, but I'm, I'm glad that this this is different. Um, oh, are you going to be playing a bigger part? Like, there's some episodes in season one that you're not in. Mm-hmm. Um, are you going to be doing more in season two? Yeah, so far I am, which is exciting. Um, Dina definitely gets to have a little fun from, like I said, from what I've shot so far, which has been exciting. And it's been cool to play and, and do things that I've never done Um you know, without giving much away, you know, it's hard because she is the mom, right? And you know, everybody at this point, well, including Dina, spoiler alert, is in on the whole alien action. So it's like, what's going to happen? Is that, is that safe? Like, how would she take that news? You know, there's so much what if, so it'll be interesting what they do with that. But I will say that it's, I've had, they've given Dina a lot more, like, things to play with season two so far, which has been fun. Awesome. Yeah. I like the uh, episode vortex in the train where you're like in the green. Um, <laughs> how long did that take? To do? Too long. 
Um, what was crazy about that, it didn't actually take crazy. It took more time to take it off than it was to put it on because it's like an airbrush machine. And we did a couple camera tests to like get the color right and all that. But taking it off was more of a, a situation than than getting it on. But what was interesting about the scene that it comes off and the mill takes it off was that we had to shoot that twice. So I had to shoot it all green and then I had to shoot that again all, you know, regular. Yeah. So it was just crazy to like do it. And then like be all wet, like go, have to go take it all off, then go back, put on that nasty clothes, you know, like all wet and crazy and then have uh, Coco, Olivia, do yeah. the whole thing again. And now I have nothing on. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, oh, she must have done that a couple of times because like you have the green, it's on you and then it cuts and it's not on you. It's, you're completely clear with the milk still on you. So I was like, <laughs> they kind of dumped a lot on you on that one episode, like as far as like the ickiness yeah, um, which is, again, that kind of stuff is like so funny and so fun. And, and, you know, sometimes life, as we know, is happening right now, you know, things get so serious. And so I, I'm, I'm happy that I get the chance to play like that on a show like this, because it's just different. Um, what are you working on now? Anything else besides those things? No. So I'm just doing Gabby. I have some stuff that I am working on involving my book series. Um that you know I'll announce later um but other than that that's it I'm just up in Vancouver filming doing my book stuff and now I'm gonna be on TikTok <laughs> learning dances no I'm gonna be like can you what's your like name on TikTok or uh, so I it's Valerie M Ortiz so my name and I just put my middle initial because Valerie Ortiz was already taken um but yeah I don't even know I'm just there's just some random you should get on it and just do <laughs> posted one today and I was like because then you could do this thing that you can like do duets with people so if they do something you can like have them on the screen and then you on the screen so I was like people send me duets so I can have something to do and it's just kind of fun <laughs> y'all heard it here y'all y'all heard it here first <laughs> send her some TikToks. what do you like to do for fun Ah, oh, for fun I like to write um like poems and stuff read hiking anything fitness um I love working out and doing anything that's that's like physical which is so weird because I wasn't that kid in high school or middle school but um yeah those are my biggest things and you know whatever hang out with friends and things like that but you can always just find me doing some kind of a workout or a gym something (laughs) yeah you're always uh what's really cool is you're always posting positive stuff on your page and stuff like that and uh you should probably do like a like a podcast or something. Reach out to people. <laughs> Thought about it. I've had people and friends tell me that a few times, and I've shopped different ideas just to myself, and I've had like outlines, and I just I yeah I maybe now is the time, right? Now that I have kind of time, um, yeah. I just don't know what. To, <laughs> I, yeah, it's something I've thought about. <laughs> Cause you do a lot of the, like the, you know, post on your stories, like saying like cool stuff. And I'm like, that could all be like stuff we listen to on our commute. Well, when we start back to commuting. Again. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I do, I love, I love the positive quotes and I love those kind of podcasts that kind of, you know, teach you something or, or make you think, or, you know, look inside or all that kind of stuff. But I don't know. Yeah. It's maybe one day. Do you have anything else to add or any questions for us? Man, just thank you. Seriously, like I I talk about it all the time that I've never done a show and I'm kind of getting emotional with it. Um, 
like South because of the fans and people who cared and, and the fact that it's, I'm on my third series, um, but can still interact with fans of South and, and, and people care to listen and, and relive those episodes is what a gift, you know, like, I think that is so special and I'm super grateful. So honestly, just thank you. This is super rad and I love it. Yeah, the fans are still out there. We still remember and we still love the show. Mm-hmm. Um, thank, so, you, thank you. Enjoy the rest thank of your uh, QT. Stay safe out there. I know. Thank you. I, we're gonna we're about to go take Miley for a walk because it's kind of it's like nice outside. So I'm like, mm-hmm. I need air. At least out the front yard. Thank All you. Right. Thank you. Bye. You too. Bye. That was so cool. Oh my gosh, the interview was so good. She was yeah. so nice and she was really pretty. Like, Oh my God. <laughs> she was in her natural form, I'm assuming, but she still looked so good. Yeah, she looked so pretty and it didn't look like she was wearing makeup or anything, but she was still so gorgeous. And Miley, her dog, made an appearance, which was really cute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, she was just so great to talk to, really chill. And I love the stuff she told us about her time on South of Nowhere as far as like, you know, they were young and just like just starting out. And one interesting fact that I really liked was when she said that they weren't allowed to do red carpet stuff because of the content of their show, which is like, yeah, how lame. Y'all are already on TV. Like they couldn't even do interviews. They weren't allowed to talk to people. That's so insane. Like, that's why she wishes that they'd been on at a later time, like when, you know, it was more accepted and there was more social media and things like that going on. But I mean, yeah. we're still happy that South of Nowhere came when it did because it helped out a lot of people that were like, that really needed that, you know, people that owe their lives to South of Nowhere and helping them come out. And, you know, just like when, uh, Valerie talked about her best friend that came out to her um, after watching yeah. her on South of Nowhere. So, yeah, yeah it, you know, it's such a blessing that we're getting these interviews with everyone and everything like that. And everyone from the cast has been really cool. They're so super sweet. Like, they're like the Chick-fil-A uh, workers of, <laughs> of the TV world because everybody from the show is just so cool. Shout out to everyone who has... Um, reached out to us from the show just to tell us that we're doing a good job or just to follow us. Um, We've pretty much gotten love from everybody on the cast in some type of way, shape or form through this podcast. So one, one thing that I would love to have though is to get Gabby Christian on this show. If you guys (laughs) know her, (laughs) if you guys know her, um, if you guys want to reach out to her for us, um, initially we weren't going to reach out to her because we figured, you know, she's too big for this show, but, but Nisi, yeah, Asha said that we should hit her up and yeah, it would be so cool if we could have Gabby Christian on the show. Like we've already had all her friends on it. Like it would just be even doper if she would be on it. And Asha is her best friend or their best friends. And, you know, we've already interviewed Asha. We would love to mm-hmm. have you on. If you guys want to yeah. help reach out to her, let us know. At her, tag us, at her about <laughs> us, ask her about us. Because uh, we've we've hit her up on, she doesn't have like DMs on her Twitter. So mm-hmm. I tweeted her to, if she wants to chat with us on the podcast. I don't know if she's seen it. She probably gets a whole bunch of messages a day. Maybe ours got lost in the shuffle. I also yeah, went through the be. contact 
on her website and I got no response. So, so far, hit her up twice, got no response, but it could be because she didn't see the messages. Who knows? But, you know, my goal through all this was to get three interviews post dealing with going through the episodes. And we got Tom, Asha, and Valerie. So I've reached my goal. I've done it. (laughs) We've reached the goal that I want. But now, because Asha said, Asha, you told us, you told us we should hit her up next. And you said you would tell her about us. So now I'm like driven. Now I'm driven to get Gabby on the show. So fans, listeners, help us out. Put out a good word for us. Help. I think if we all help me. <laughs> help. Right. Um <laughs> if if we all work together, I think we can make this goal happen. Especially after watching the Girl Trash movie. I know we're late, guys. I know. I know we are. But it was yeah. so good. I even more want to talk to her now. So y'all can help us out. Hit her up. Let me know if there's any other ways to hit her up hit her up for us i don't know but we promise that once we get once we get her on the show we will do the best interview ever and we will have the best screenshots and we will treat her like the queen she is like we've done in the past for all the other interviews that we've done so yeah but thank you guys so much for, for for rocking with us and sticking with us and being a part of everything and next week it's girl trash all night long yeah girl trash well that's it (laughs) you guys know who it is Uh, my name is Nettie (laughs) I'm Nisi like always and this was Get Wasted on South of Nowhere see you next week thanks for rocking with us see ya